Yes, it's a Science Patrol, your Ultraman podcast. And now the hosts of Science Patrol, Rich Conroy and Pat Rooney. Hello and welcome once again to the Science Patrol, your Ultraman podcast. My name is Rich Conroy and uh, with me as usual is lovely and talented Mr. Patrick. Hey everybody, how are you? Uh, have, you had a good uh, Thanksgiving, I take it, Pat? I had an excellent Thanksgiving. Some turkey, some mashed potatoes, some stuffing, some various vegetables, nice pies at the end, and yourself, nice. my friend. A good, a very, very nice. Uh, again, like I like, uh, ran out of turkey uh, just about. I have enough for one sandwich left. And uh, <sighs> it's one of those where you're like, but I don't have biscuits, and I don't want to make biscuits just to have Oh, biscuits one are easy. Sandwich. No, but I don't want to make it just to have one sandwich, which means... Like, and I don't want to make all those extra biscuits, but that's okay. I, it's irrelevant. Like I said, I have gravy. I can put it on two pieces of white bread and make a hot open turkey sandwich. And, and yes. I'll, be, I'll be a happy little boy. Um, yeah, <laughs> Sounds you, like a good plan. Did you do any Black Friday shopping? Uh, either I don't in, go near in person or on Black uh, Friday. Okay. Well, I did a little bit, uh, but I went, uh, most of mine was virtual Black Friday shopping, uh-huh. um, which is technically just actual black friday shopping because i still spent the money but i didn't do it oh yeah didn't do it at a store here's what i did i got up at 7 30 on black friday drove to the dollar tree up the street because they're supposed to have movies okay they were like oh we didn't get the truck until yesterday so nothing's out uh try saturday or sunday okay fine needless to say i went back today they got one box and it was all Crap. Um, uh, the Dollar I look Tree. through that movie selection. It's usually god awful. Well, what you have to do is go the day they come out. Uh, you got to get there before the scalpers get there because that's when like, there was. I was looking online. People had uh, their Dollar Trees had put them out a week early, and there were steel books. There was uh, like. Oh, really? Michael, Michael Keaton, Batman, Superman, one, two, three, and four. Um, oh, wow. Want, not that you want four, um, but. <laughs> Uh, it was con- bad, but to complete the set, I could see. Yeah, you know what? You're talking to a man who has Spider-Man three, and he he learned from that mistake. So, <laughs> <laughs> nope. Don't have the Amazing Spider-Man one and two. Don't need them. Don't have that Ghost Rider sequel either. Nope. Don't need them. Nope, don't need that one. That one was don't bad. The nope. original Ghost Rider wasn't terrible. The Ghost Rider yeah. sequel was awful. And I own the Dolph Lundgren Punisher movie, and I'm going to go out on a limb and say that's not bad. It's not great, but it's a it's a hard R. Uh, 90s or uh, a very late 80s action movie. Okay. If that's what you're looking for, you could do a lot worse. (laughs) Yes. Yes. There were a lot of them in the late 80s, early 90s. Exactly. (laughs) Let me tell you something. If you've been to Dollar Tree recently, there's a lot of them now. They're just getting released directly (laughs) to DVD and Blu ray. Um, And I mean, a lot of them. Uh, but anyway, so I went up to the one in uh, Route 9. They had put all theirs out like the week before, so they had nothing. Then I right. went to the one on 34 uh, between here and Route 9 and because they open an hour later. Okay. And um, they had three boxes. Uh, went through them. Nothing. nothing. Nothing that I would want that I didn't have. Paddington 2. I got gotcha. you. Uh, they had gravity, but I was like, eh, I don't know. I don't know. So I didn't. (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. So I ended up buying like one Studio Ghibli movie on Friday. I bought when Marnie was there. Probably going to buy another one tonight uh, for Cyber Monday. There you go. And I bought Knives Out on at Best Buy because I passed it 
after I had a kidney ultrasound and I had to pee. So I pulled in there and <laughs> go to the bathroom. And I, was like, <laughs> I bought something nice? because that's you were there. Five bucks. Nice. All right. That was I'll a decent that. movie. Yeah, that's that what was I keep a decent hearing. movie. Yeah, that comes highly recommended by our friend Luke. So he likes oh, that. There too. you go. So let's talk about what the matter at hand, that being Individual Tomorrows. Yes. Yes, episode 22 of Ultraman Z, which aired 11 28, uh, 2020. Koichi Sakamoto is our director, screenplay by Sotaro Hayashi. Um, uh, let's see here. Uh, Sakuri. Uh, Haruki, Hakuri, hello. Haruki, Haruki right. and Yoko are strolling through town. They once again run into space pirate alien Barossa, who boasts that he will get his revenge for the defeat of his brothers. Uh, in the face of this powerful enemy's attack, SAA-1 Sevenger, which was uh, headed for a museum, shows activity for the first time in a while. Meanwhile, behind the scenes, Juggler seems to have something else in mind entirely. Okay. Yeah. That's a little too long for a TV guide. Oh, yeah, it's Go definitely not a TV guide one. They, oh, okay. they're, they're, okay. they're, they're, that's, that's just the, the, the guys who are doing this sometimes don't do the TV guide ones. Ah. You know, like uh, if okay. you TV guided it, you could say uh, 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 the team once again runs into alien pirate Barossa and. Uh, Juggler appears. <laughs> yeah, Juggler Struggler also is involved. Uh, yeah, Co yeah, exactly. Queen, whatever. Um, <laughs> So we open up uh, three days have passed since the D4 incident and Storage's disbandment. And Haruki is training alone by himself. And ladies, this is your eye candy moment because this dude is wrecked. Holy, Holy cow. <laughs> yeah. Holy cow. Did anybody see this coming? Holy no. smokes. No. Even Zach, who's trying to watch all these things, said, he looks like that underneath his shirt. <laughs> <laughs> you tell him that that's the reaction that we get when we take our shirt off, but it's like, oh, God, he looks like that under his shirt? <laughs> very similar, but wildly Way different. different. At the same time. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, uh, at the end of his little session, um, oh, but what's great is he has like this, you know, he, he thinks about his time as, uh, on storage. And right. And a phone call from Yoko. Yes. And she says, oh, you need to come and uh, do me a favor. So he uh, <laughs> he ends up having to buy her bubble tea because she doesn't know how to buy bubble tea. Well, I, I think it was good. more of an excuse to get him to come well, yeah. and see her. Yes, of course. Of now, course. for Yuka, or for Yoko, who yeah. this is, I didn't know what she looked like in normal good outfit either. Gravy. Oh yeah. Well, we saw her with the motorcycle jacket the one time, and 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 I was like, yeah, I'm uh, I'm all in on board on, on that. This Nakashima. is even better now. Holy <laughs> smokes, guys! Yeah. This, if you're looking for attractive people hanging out, this is the, this is your episode <laughs> right here. You can float either way, and this episode will have it for you. And how? <laughs> in fact, if you if if you if you tend to drift. Either and or both directions. This has everything you're looking for. <laughs> exactly. This is, this is a smorgasbord of attractive people. It's great. <laughs> it's Meanwhile, speaking of attractive people, GAFJ has taken control of the storage HQ and are in the process of restructuring. I'm of course talking about the uh, the global stern, allied forces. Yeah. No, I mean the 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 stern looking woman with the good frames. 
Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'd like to have her order me around a little bit. But, uh, <laughs> just saying. Um, I understand. I understand. So they're putting away banners and flags associated with storage, and Hebacora snoops around the base um, uh, disguised as a pizza delivery guy. Now, I didn't understand that part of it. Why in the world would he have to pretend to be a pizza delivery guy? Couldn't he just Because he doesn't I'm work there anymore. Storage uh, is disbanded. Yeah, yeah, okay. That's you what I You got to get in there somehow. So, okay. That's um, the part I missed, I guess. Yeah, and he sees the flag of SAAG, the first special airborne and armored group. It turns out that Yoko's request was a lot more casual than the urgent favor she made it out to be, and that the two former storage agents meet at the park uh, before heading out uh, for a walk to the city. Now, um, but my favorite thing is she's like, oh, yeah, you can... Uh, I'll take you to the movies if you can beat me at arm wrestling. He's like, why is everything arm wrestling? <laughs> Listen, I would arm wrestle her if I could get some other perks out of it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Instead, you have to pay for half your movie ticket. And then we find uh, out that a movie ticket in Japan is $18. So, yes. Yes. Um, and so... Um, they go out for a little walk uh, through the city. Meanwhile, back at base, Hibikura manages to sneak inside. Uh, once inside, he notices that the enigmatic robot Ultroid Zero has been loaded into the base's hangars, along with other special airborne armor units. He of gets course. to cover as, uh, just as strategic manager Mayuki and a team of scientists arrive to look over Ultroid Zero's data. Mai explains to the scientists that Ultroid Zero was constructed in response to the sheer destruction created by King Joe Storage Customs D4 Ray. Rather right. than hesitant to use the weapon again, because uh, that would be stupid. Um, <laughs> no, no, we have to use every weapon we can, no matter what. We don't care how many people it's going to kill. It well, might save two. If we can, if we can uh, make weapons on par with Ultraman, after seeing that Zet sealed the dimensional collapse... Um, she's come to the conclusion that the secret to controlling the D-Force energy must lie within the way Zet and other Ultras fire their beams. Sure, sure. Specious said best, but okay, it. sure. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, well, they crossed their arms, you see. Um, but they, oh, well, then, what was I thinking? <laughs> yeah, so they're like, all we need to do is gather enough data from Zet's next fight, and we'll be able to figure this out. Meanwhile, ah. Yoko and Haruki come across uh, the publicity division setting up for a photo shoot, and Sevenger is on display there. Um, uh, Yuka and uh, Bako both have been assigned to the publicity division and the right. meet up for a chat. Uh, she's dressed with some uh, a great Sevenger headband, which I want. Uh, for Christmas, <laughs> I would totally love that Sevenger headband. It's pretty amazing. Uh, it's got to be is. something. That has to be something you can buy. It's got to be. It's, it's got to be. be. I mean, why would you even show the thing if you cannot buy it? That's the I question. Know, right? right. They have uh, every other thing for sale. Why not this stupid headband? Sure. And then Baco shows up dressed <laughs> as a clown. And he's like, yeah, when I'm not doing maintenance, I pitch in like this. That's fine. So um, Haruki gets up from the table uh, uh, blocking a thrown Goron rod. Whatever the hell that is, and well, it was something thrown by is a third thrown, alien yeah. Barossa. Um, Yuka asked the Barossa if he is a third generation, and the space pirate responds by saying that the second Barossa was his little brother. Um, Haruki and Yoko prepare to fight hand to hand, uh, which was great because uh, we got to see how they progress against a big enemy like that. 
Right. And Barossa exclaims his intention to fight for his elder and younger brothers in a legendary fight. He's got like a big, this big spiked club. Which he never uses effectively. I mean, if you're going to... Well, it's kind of hard to use fight. a big spiked club like that effectively. Not really. You swing that at them. Yeah, but... didn't really do. Yeah, the problem is it's big. And like by the time you whip that thing around, people are like, yeah, I'm just going to step one side, step the other side. Um, what I love is like Baco joins in and he beats the living snot out of him. Yeah, like, very you impressed. That? Like, something I picked up. He has to be an ultra host. He's gotta be somebody. He's gotta be somebody. Right. I gotta figure at this point, he probably is, but they're trying to keep it for, I don't know, the last the finale, four probably. Yeah. 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 Cause this is what the 21st. It's the 22nd. You said. 20 seconds or three episodes? Yeah. Probably. I'm thinking I'm thinking 26 episodes, but I wouldn't be surprised at 25. I Hold don't on. I'll, I'll back it up and see what it says. I'm being smart and waiting for the... Um, the pop-up to go. How about... Wait a second. That can't be right. Oh, no. What's that? It lists, it lists 23, but that's only because it knows... It only knows the uh, synopsis of the next one. I was going to say, oh, crap. There's only one more. How can there be one more? (laughs) Good God. Yeah, that would not be good at all. Okay. So then Haruki decides he's going to fight as Zet, and he does the best, like, whips out the the henshin device and presses it, and then you see the the big square come up, and it moves forward like a photocopier, kind of. And replaces Haruki with Zet, like a human-sized Zet. And, Which was fantastic right? because I didn't have to watch the full transformation. Right. Again. Right. Well, here's, <laughs> here's the thing I really like about that is finally we get a real honest-to-goodness um, uh, view of what it looks like. Oh, as they're doing the battle. I see what you're saying. Like, yeah, yeah like... Instead of like, there's a bunch of monsters just sitting there cooling their heels, like, yeah, well, waiting for you to like, do something. Yeah, five coins in a thing, and you know, <laughs> solve the ultra Rubik's cube and all that stuff. Exactly. Yeah, you get to see it in what is supposed to be real time, yeah. which is pressing the button, which is nice. the button, it goes, and he's Ultraman Zed. That's what you want. Yes. And Zed tells, uh, uh, I don't even need 50 seconds to take care of that. And I'm like, 50 seconds, does he? Is that how long? Oh, that's right, because he can't. It's the, the small form. He doesn't have as much energy or something. I right, right, right. He'll defeat Burroughs as quickly as possible. They fight, and then suddenly Jugglers Juggler appears and slashes at Zet with his blade, saying he can't let him win so easily. This distraction gives Barossa time to drink the cup of bubble tea. Um, and, and somehow he, the ginger or the starch, no, the starch in the bubble yeah. tea. Yeah. It's carbs. It's all carbs. <laughs> Okay. Okay. I guess. <laughs> and then he grows, of course, to giant size and immediately begins just tearing things up, kicking over buildings. Right. Blowing stuff up, which the, is yeah. great. <laughs> yeah. I was like, you know what? The, now, now here's where it annoys me that he didn't use the club. I was waiting for him to just club that one big building. <laughs> that would have been awesome. That would so, have been awesome. And then from within the headspace, Haruki says to Juggler, uh, asks Juggler, what are you doing this for? And he's like, eh, 
Who knows? And then Zed tells Haruki it's time to use Ultra Fusion. And of course, he does so to become Alpha Red. Of course. Uh, Yoko and the others run out of the building to see the fight in front of him. But Yoko's like, I can't even use Sevenger because he's going to the museum. And Baku's like, no, no, he's ready. <laughs> like, I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm, he's I'm, fully powered up. You can go use him. I I'm won't doing do my it. job. <laughs> yeah. So she does, of course. Um, and Barossa and Zet continue to fight with neither side really gaining any ground whatsoever. Um, right. Sevenger, Sevenger then arrives on the scene and together with Zet, who transforms into his beta smash mode decide to have a full-on professional wrestling match in the middle yep. of the city. It was so great. The drop <laughs> kick. The that drop is kick. <coughs> oh, coming in. Wham! Oh, it's amazing. Now, I, I also like the fact that they brought in King Joe with a completely new pilot. Right. That Did you, you recognize oh, the completely new pilot? Was I supposed to? Well, I... He was wearing a helmet, so it might be difficult. Okay. But he did play Officer Zena in Ultraman Jeed. Didn't you know, I the, notice the Mr. Stoic Man who never who yeah. spoke telepathically? He is yeah. also the suit actor for Ultraman Z. Oh, is he really? And many oh, one of the few. Yeah. Yeah. No, he's he's the Ultraman Z suit actor. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. I did not so, know that. Yeah. Okay. So that, that tells you how he's able to how he was able to convey such you know acting through uh, mime, I guess. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Without without speaking, because he can do okay. it in a suit. You know yeah, what I'm saying? True. Fair enough. Yeah. Okay. I did not know that's who he was. Yeah. I thought okay. that was a nice little uh, a nice little touch. Um, now. Um, Let's see here. Uh, well, then you got Perot oh, to knock down Sevenger, right? And Zet right. says successfully distracts him uh, long enough for Sevenger to deliver that beautiful flying kick. Then King Joe's storage custom arrives, um, sporting a pilot from, of course, GAFJ. At the base, Mai is overseeing the operation to gather data. And uh, the pilot of King Joe tells Yoko to withdraw, but Yoko refuses. And the two machines and their pilots get into an argument. Now, of course, without Sevenger beside him, um, Zed's fight with Barossa becomes a stalemate again, and Barossa angrily uh, exclaiming that only a fool turns their back on a space pirate. Uh, slams <laughs> Zed to the ground, catching the attention of Yoko and King Joe's pilot. The two humans briefly stop fighting to return to the fight, with King Joe firing a hail of Padanian missiles at Barossa. Uh, right. Sevenger then launches his rigid iron core fifth rocket, which is the greatest. Okay. I like the fact that he can shoot his fist. I don't need to have a seven letter name, seven word name for I'm shooting my fist at you. <laughs> it doesn't even it doesn't even have like a nice anagram. It's the R I C F R. <laughs> Not good. Yeah. Um it knocks Burroughs into Zet, who then suplexes the alien into the floor. <laughs> Epicora announces that he will have to do his job for him when he sees that Barossa is not winning the fight. And he transforms into Tri-King. The skies yes. grow dark. Tri-King marches into battle, knocking Sevenger down before turning his attention to Zet. Meanwhile, um, King Joe has Barossa on the ropes. But the alien manages to get to his feet and catches King Joe's pilot off guard with a few swipes of the Goron rod. Of course. Um, I guess that's the giant club. Um, that's the giant club, yeah. Goron rod. Good, good to know. Why not? Yeah. 
Uh, true to Yoko's counterpoint, King Joe's pilot is inexperienced and she makes her way over to help him. Now, Zet uses the Beta Crescent Slash on Tri-King and the Zestium Ray, but before the beam can hit, Hebekora has Tri-King grab King Joe, putting him in front of the monarch as a giant human shield. Exactly. Now, the beam, yeah, so that, of course, the beam hits I him, and, and yeah, Mai gathers all the data that she needs, apparently, as King Joe is blown apart into the component ships. And I love that the pilot flies away on the jetpack. <laughs> yeah. That was a nice touch. It was very, very cool. Yeah. I did like that part. So uh, Tri-King fully forms into, of course, Five-King. Of course. And fires the catastrophe spark without a moment to lose. And then uh, we Zet get our Delta Rise Claw Delta transformation. Uh, and, and he the box it with Belly Rock. Oh, but what does Belly Rock do? Yeah, he's like, this scene looks interesting. And Zed says, well, we fought this guy with the 40. He's like, done. I'm, I'm done, over man. it. <laughs> and falls to the ground again. Um, so Zet charges Five King in the two battle in very close quarters. Um, Zet then uses the Delta Giga Ripper on Five King, uh, engulfing the monster in a huge explosion. As Sevenger and Barossa continue to fight, the robot makes his way over to Belly Rock's position and falls on one knee due to a slight malfunction of the leg balancer. Right, of and course. reaches towards Belly Rock. The weapon says, what will you do once you take hold of me? And uh, your tells Yoko, but you're 20,000 years too soon for you to use me. Uh, when she's like, you have to help me fight. And then she's like, well, you're probably too chicken. Dude. He's like, wait, what? Yeah, no, not that. Kick this guy's <laughs> That's what I liked is the fact that she basically said, uh, you can't do this fight. I can take care of myself. Yeah, I don't I need you. No, no, wait, wait. You need like, me. You what? need me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. He's like, oh, you want to <laughs> So then she gets uh, Yuka to pilot the... Um, Take control of the uh, the leg carrier. Leg carrier. So that way, Sevenger can still get into battle because <laughs> now it's right. something that can be used instead of the leg that isn't working. So he basically, like Tony Hawk, skates himself into uh, skates skates himself into battle and uses the uh, uh, uses the uh, uses Belly Rock, the Sevenger Wave Riding Special Slash, cutting through Barossa as Belly Rock uh, comes. Well, that was rather enjoyable. Uh, Barossa, mortally injured, proclaims that his family will avenge him, as he had uh, avenged Barossa too, who in turn had avenged first Barossa, and he dies course. in a gigantic explosion. <laughs> uh, uh, meanwhile, Mai pulls up Yoko's file because she's very impressed with the whole thing. Battle's not yet over. Five King is still active, though. Um, he knocks Zet down with another shot of the catastrophe spark, and Zet... Uh, Becomes Gamma Future, who we haven't seen in a while. So that was nice. Not in a very little while, yeah. Yeah. And he uses, uh, let's see, uh, what was it? The X-Orb and Ginga Metals. Right. For the Galaxy Burst, which right. was terminable. how long <laughs> it took to get to, her, to, get to this shot. <laughs> yeah, it was a lot, of, a lot going on. <laughs> lot going I mean, on. they took their darn sweet time. Look at this metal click. Look at that metal click. Look at that metal click. Oh, yeah. this, that, the other. <laughs> I think it, I don't think it took as long as you think. I just think you, we went through the first one so fast that you're like, oh, more of that and less of the other thing, please. Yes. Now, yes. And then when they give you the full. But the kids have to learn which metals do what. That's what it basically uh, comes down to. I guess. I guess. I do appreciate <laughs> the toy that when you put different metals in it and you crank it and then you press the button it will tell you like 
Ultraman Zek, Delta Rise Claw, or whatever. Like, right, and it knows all the different metals. So yeah, I like, it's like RFID, that. I guess, or something. Yeah, RFID in in the base. So I get that. And if you use the metals in the right combination, it's going to be the right thing. It'll tell well, you what wonder, form you're going to go into. I wonder if it, what you do if you put it in the wrong combos, like man, man, you know. Like, it would probably do that. It would tell you what the three metals are, but yeah. then incomplete transformation or something yeah. like that. Yeah. And I mean that now we since we know that they're listing, hey Subarea, next time you have something with three different cards or three different pogs or three different things completely, put them in the wrong way and tell us what happens. So just that way once, yeah, let's see what happens when they just once. No, they don't need right it more once. Yeah. <laughs> something, something weird happens. Um it could be interesting. So then he defeats, of course, Five King, and he uh, leaves Hebakura exhausted after reverting back. After Zek departs an unknown person, we know who it is. Those pointy shoes give it away. It's Rectangular General. Picks up. Well, you the think it's Rectangular General? I believe it is. I believe that's okay. who it is. And I that tells argue. me he is possessed by Celebro, like I was suggesting last week. Ah. Yes. Um. Many staff who formerly work at storage, including two mechanics who worked under Baco's group, are now joining uh, SAAG. And he's like, no, congratulations on your new jobs. Look after everything. Do your jobs right. You have kids to take care of. Don't worry about it. Right, right. So uh, everyone's headed off to new divisions of GIF. Yoko is a candidate for Ultra Ultra Zero's pilot. Uh, Yoko's going to, or Yuko's going to work at the Monster Research Center. Uh, Haruki's going into security. And uh, the captain's like, yeah, don't worry about yeah. it. I'll see you later. I'll figure something out. And yeah. you kind of figure that means he's just staying there and it's going to cause havoc until problem. get back. Yeah, Hevacora reassures him and says, like, listen, you should prove them wrong if that's what you're worried about because that's what I'm going to be doing too and there are ways of going about it. So don't worry about it. Um, and yeah, that's that. Um, but yeah, good. I like episode. this episode. I like this episode. They are There's not enough action. No, definitely not. Definitely not. Yeah, good stuff. Yeah, we like I said, we had all five uh, Ultraman Z transformations, so that was nice. Yeah, yeah. Like, what more do you want? Um, yeah, so the trivia in this episode, Ultraman Z suit actor, Hideyoshi Iwata also plays the unnamed GAFJ officer piloting King Joe's uh, storage custom during the fight with Alien Barossa and Tri-King. So that is that is uh, you know Zena and a lot of ultra suit actors. I for, I forget what other suits he wears, but he wears a he's a big suit actor. Okay, okay, that works. I give him credit for that. And next week's episode looks like um, prelude, prelude to, to a, a nightmare. nightmare. Yes. Yeah, they they're laying it on a little heavy, you guys, but sure. <laughs> <laughs> It says how many episodes it's going to be. Hmm, he said. Curious. I'm just going to want. I think it was 25. Um, I could be uh, 100% I, I, wrong. I won't argue in the least. Let's see I'm just here. thinking there's got to be more than 25. Cause... 25. Okay. Well, 25. Three, four. Well, no, just of... two more. 24 and then 25. It's only two more. Wait, this was 23? This was... Oh, oh, no, you're right. It was 22. So there's three. Yeah, that's what I thought. Four, this, didn't we cover that a minute ago? <laughs> yeah, we did, but no memory capacity. You know yeah, yeah, sure. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, 
But yeah, that, I'm, uh, I'm really liking this. I, I'm really liking this show. I'm yes. really, really. I'm digging it a lot. Uh, I, I think it's funny that like, um, somebody was like, you know, it's cool that they have, you know, an, an, like a an Earth Defense Force again. And I'm like, yeah. And I also like the fact that instead of everybody having planes and everything, like, no, no, robots. Like, bro, yeah. we're going to do it differently this time. And when you think about all the people who complain, like, well, there's a lot of alien Barossa in it instead of putting a new monster in it. It's like, dude, that's, think about. That's the easy, cheap way to do it. Well, yeah, money. because you've got, you have however many Ultraman Zet suits there are. Then you've got Sevenger. Then you've got um, Wyndham. Wyndham. King Joe. King Joe. And then this new Ultras robot. That's and a uh, he, that, Yeah, but that's the same suit, probably. Yeah. I, I doubt yeah. that's that's a new suit from four years ago. No, you're probably right. You're probably yeah. right. But, you know, maintenance, I guess, you know. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, I, I like this one a lot. I'm, I'm really excited to see where this is going to go. And trying you know. to figure out how they're going to get storage all back together because you know they have to before the well, show ends somehow. Somebody's going to figure out that. Here's my guess: is the new uptight lady's going to find out that rectangular general's possessed by Celebro, and she's going to call everybody back in. Or, uh, or maybe careful. she'll get hoisted by her own petard as well. There's a lot of petards <laughs> to go around. Is what I'm saying. That's true. That's it true. Does, that, that appears to you be happening as well. So why don't we take a break, and we're going to go and talk about um, the next episode of Ultraman uh, Leo that we were talking about, and that is the Japan Masterpiece Folklore Series, Mighty Momotaro. And we're going to get to that right after this. And we are back with more of the Science Patrol, your Ultraman podcast. We are returning with episode, um, let's see. 27. 27 of Ultraman Leo, the Japan masterpiece folklore series, Mighty Momotaro. All right. Uh, which was, all right, from the October 11th, 1974, Jun Uki is our uh, director, screenplay by Bunpen, uh, Bunpei Ai. Uh, Why does that name sound familiar? Have we had Bunpei Ai before? Yeah, Bunpei Ai has written some other stuff in this show. Um, okay. It would be nice if they linked it so you could see all the other stuff that they're responsible for. Um, and I say responsible for because this is not a good one, you guys. Um, nope, nope, nope. 8.9%. Right. Uh, <laughs> okay, so last one was the Japan Masterpiece Folklore Series, Ultraman King versus the Magician, which wasn't horrible, right. but it certainly wasn't great. Um, don't know what next week's going to be like, Na Japan Masterpiece Folklore Series, The Return of the Bearded Captain. Uh, okay, That sure. was terrible. Uh, oh, you saw it too? Uh, I watched, because I was trying to get a lot of stuff done, just thinking that we had a lot of time, and then, of course, things oh, went okay. sideways. All right, but I watched so you that ended up watching well. that? Oh boy! Oh, sorry. Just, just be <laughs> forewarned. If you didn't like this one, 
next one's not going to be good either. You didn't like this one either. I can tell you that. <laughs> <laughs> I can tell you that because this is oh, okay. Look, so we open up with uh, on, onion or onion, which is what he is. The, the real pronunciation is onion. Oh is, sure. Oh sure. Oh, well, it's because a Japanese demon is an oni. If you look at a picture of an oni, he looks like this guy. Oh, see, so, now that makes a lot more sense. He's not just called Onion, like which is that's which is what these subtitles would lead you to believe. <laughs> that's why it, he made no sense to me. Why are they afraid of something called an onion? <laughs> he is from the planet Apple, and right. um, because of course, and where why he, not? Where he, uh, you know, goes around rampaging, eating fruit off of fruit trees, but it, it was fine. Okay, that's yeah, that's yeah. fine. So far, it's fine. <laughs> it's fine. To this point, yes, yeah, I can't you know, argue with somebody eating an apple. I've accepted a lot. It's what I'm saying. Like <laughs> in my, in our short careers as Ultraman podcasters, we've been asked to accept a lot, and we've done it. Most of the time, without even complaining. Most, <laughs> most of the time, we actually like the fact that we're watching all this crazy stuff. Yeah, and again, with Ultraman Leo, it, the whole point of it is, am I amused? Yes, you can't right. go. Is it like anything else that I've am ever? Am I seen? entertained? Oh no, it's not at all. <laughs> yeah, I've had, I've had. Uh, like dreams like this after a late night meatball sandwich, but yeah, <laughs> that's about all you can say is, yeah. my dreams have been like this. Okay. Yeah. Oh yeah. I can't tell you how many dreams I'm being chased by chickens after eating massive oh, space apples. <laughs> the Onion was a kaiju from the planet Apple who loved to eat apples. Onion was first seen in his home planet, happily picking and eating apples from the apple tree. But he was startled by a flock of planet apple chickens, causing him to trip over a rock. Uh, annoyed, he gave chase <laughs> to the pesky birds, intending to smash them with his club. Uh, Onion was later seen in a village on Earth. How the hell? Did How? You yep. There you go. That that was the question. Science. <laughs> exactly, because that's all we got. <laughs> there is. Literally no explanation as to how he got off of where he was and to where he is now. Nope, nope, just science. Don't sure. ask. <laughs> sure. So he's later seen in a village on Earth eating from apple trees and raiding villagers of their fruit, causing destruction right. as he goes along. Now, I'm going to say the shortcoming of this episode, despite it being goofy, and look, we've seen Goofy. Goofy, we've seen Goofy. A, it's not a deal breaker. No, I don't know if you no. guys are familiar with the concept of just Ultraman being a Goofy show to begin with, but this is that this story takes line, it to the nth degree. But this storyline, yep. not even a deal breaker. The <laughs> suit. Oh yeah. This monster suit is absolutely an affront to suit design everywhere. It was bad. It was bad. It's it's supposed to be comical. He's got like a loincloth. He's blue. There's no expression other than fur on his face. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Now, now I understand you're not going to get very expressive with a latex mask. 
I gave them that. You're not as soon as you put that face on, it's not going to move a whole heck of a lot. So I gave them that, but the rest of the suit was just bad. Yeah, it just looks like it's puffy. He looks like he's wearing a winter coat for the most yeah. part. <laughs> yeah, I mean, not it was great. just they they found a way. Again, you've said it before. They found a way to the, go to the back of the rack and say, "Ooh, we could use this," and "Ooh, we could use that," and put it all together and each individual piece might have worked the combination there's no pieces of this that would work at all none <laughs> not a one short, short of the chickens they were the most realistic thing in the <laughs> because they were real chickens well, well yes but you know so uh, oh this tells us this gets the attention hey bud yeah he's that's the third time yeah. he's come back you know. see you this guy gets the attention of Mac, who uh, wastes no time at all firing on him. <laughs> oh, God, absolutely. So, on then uh, uh, fires out his choking gas, temporarily defeating their forces. Um, he's now really mad. He goes on a short-lived rampage, destroying buildings with his club. Now we see Momotaro, who's a little kid, um, who's, I guess, uh, his grandparents own a fruit stand, and a bunch of the kids... Um, just uh, like, yeah, oh, why don't you share your fruit with us, Momotaro? Your pet grandparents on a fruit stand. It's like free fruit. And he's like, yeah. okay, if you guys want to do that, but will you play with me? And they're like, of course you will. <coughs> Spoiler. They're, no, they won't. Yeah. Um, no, they're so little they, twerps. They eat the food, and then they start chasing him, singing some, I guess, folklore song about Mighty Momotaro. Right. He gets, he's visibly upset, so he goes running away, and they're chasing him because they're jerks. And he runs into Dan Moraboshi and uh, Gan, and let me tell you something. This may make me a bad person, but this is the first time I wanted to see Dan Moraboshi beat the living hell out of children. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, you gonna pick up Momotaro? Let me show you something. And he takes that club and just beats the living daylights out of those kids. Yes. Like, yeah, that'll yeah. teach you something. Yeah, you're gonna pick on some of your own. Wang, 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 wang. <laughs> you know, with that weird echo effect that's always on it, you know? Of course. Of oh, course. But sadly, <laughs> we are denied even that in this horrible story. Ugh. So they decide they're going to shoot um, a tranquilizer into Onion's um, stomach. Right. right. And they do. Uh, the big red tranquilizer hits him right in the belly button. And it Which? Yeah. Okay. Is that the worst prop that you think you've ever seen? The tranquilizer that I mean, they had to build it's it big way enough up to... there. Yeah, it's way <laughs> up there. I'm not sure which is worse, the actual suit or the prop tranquilizer they used to put into the suit. I think the suit. <laughs> You're gonna ask me. I think it's the suit. <laughs> That's how bad this is. Is that we have to think about? Okay, how bad is the which is worse, the prop or the suit? Yes, you could use a prop again, maybe. Friggin' terrible! It's terrible. <laughs> it's guys, it's so bad. And he's not. You know how bad it is, Pat. He's not even allowed in the league of also ran villains. Oh, that bad! <laughs> yeah, they're like, no, not you. <laughs> we had a vote. You didn't make it. <laughs> <laughs> we had a vote to not have a vote to let you in. <laughs> Well, that's really harsh, you guys. Beat it. <sighs> so 
The uh, apple-eating Oni was only faking defeat and then downs another Mac jet. Oni soon moves in to stomp on the still-living pilots, which is pretty dark. Um, However, the tranquilizer finally kicks in. Mac then fires their guns at the kaiju. This annoys Onion, prompting into spraying the uh, the mist on them again and a group of children. So Mac come up with a plan. They hid Momotaro's, who is a skilled archer somehow, um, in a giant fake apple. Uh, I don't know. Go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> they dress him up it. in, like, I guess the Momotaro folklore outfit, right? So... They use the helicopter to transport the apple to Onion, who's taking a nap. He accepts the fake apple, thinking it's real, and prepares to eat it. Only Momotaro to emerge uh, from it and fire an arrow into one of Onion's eyes. Uh, he then fires another wow. arrow, only for Onion to block it with his club. Now he's mad, and he begins to search for his attacker, but Momotaro fires another arrow, which causes his pants to fall down. Of course. Revealing a ball of red baboon body. So... <laughs> Uh, Onion tries and and struggles, but you know, tries to pull up his pants. But Max seems to the fire on him while his pants, like literally catching him with his pants down. Exactly, that's what they do. Is they catch him with his pants down. I, I I give them that. They went for silly on this episode. They said, "Is there anything we can do to make this episode at least halfway decent?" Well, we could literally catch him with his pants down. Okay, <laughs> okay, that'll work. Do that. So, of course, Gen then shows up and summons Ultraman Leo, and the two giants start fighting, and Onion's not a bad fighter, but Leo gains the upper hand due to his strength and superior fighting skills, and the fact that Onion's pants keep falling down. Keep falling down. They really did go for the silliness on this episode, which, okay, that part I give them. You go for silliness, I'll be okay. Okay, here's the best part. At the end... Uh, Leo then blows off one of Onion's horns and transforms Onion into one of the apple trees he loved so much, ending his reign of terror. Okay, exactly. This this, this, uh, poses more questions than it answers. For instance, does all the apple trees on the planet Apple, are they made from dead Oni? (laughs) Because that's what they look like. So if he's eating all these apples, is he some sort of weird cannibal? I think there's just a lot of questions that we don't necessarily A lot of questions that we don't want to get into. But also, for the old people that we are, I like the fact that his horns now are a remedy for joint pain. Because That's right. I forgot about that. It's amazing. And then the kids all decide to help push this cart with the gigantic horn in it. Right, I forgot about that. Oh, thank you for reminding me. That's great. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, like I said, I will give them. It was a bad episode. I'm not even trying to pretend that was not. That's why this this was going well with last week's um, first Zet episode because you had a goofy thing happening, but it handled way better. So much better than this one. And I know yeah. it was, I know it was, we didn't even talk about how uh, Momotaro's grandparents were all upset because the fruit stand got smashed in bits. Um, all right. And mm-hmm. the fact that that they were like, come on, let's run. And I'm like, those two old people can't run. That's This is a bad they, idea. They are not running away from anything. Yeah. That's not it, happening. Shuffle. 
<laughs> At best, okay, truffle. Oh, oh, oh. oh man, so, it's so bad. Yeah, a little bit of trivia. Oh, it had an eight point nine audience uh, rating on this one. So they're just getting worse now. I want to say this one is worse than the last one. Yeah, yeah. We haven't had that that beautiful twelve for a couple of weeks. That was no, nice. no, not at all. That was a one-off. <laughs> yeah. So Onion uses variant of Gamma Kajura's roar. That's fine. Onion's okay. name is a pun on both Oni, which is the devil, and right, which Onion I didn't know. Oh, so his appearance. Well, the Oni part rep- references his appearance, and the Onion part references his ability to breathe tear gas. Ah, right. Okay. Okay. Let's talk about something. Yeah, let's let's talk about Onion in our monster minute because we can get one because um, we got a new monster this time. Onion yes. is fifty-four meters tall, thirty-three thousand tons from the planet Apple. Uh, his weaknesses: Onion has a fear of chickens, most specifically planet Apple chickens. Of course, um, yeah. Onion can spew choking green gas from his mouth. This has similar effects to tear gas. Um, he is equipped with a large spiked club used in combat. And he has a pair of horns, which apparently are supposed to be useful in combat, but I don't aren't know. really. I don't know. Um, <sighs> yeah, I don't. You know. can say he was a bad monster. Oh, he allowed was a horrible monster. <laughs> Absolutely not a good monster. The fact Under- that he doesn't even make the list of also ran monsters shows he is an awful monster. Right, and this is his only appearance, deservedly so. Shockingly so. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Let's talk about, there's one more kaiju in this. That's the planet apple uh, chicken. The chicken uh, gets his own kaiju? Because they are 13 meters tall. Remember, because Onion's tall, right? So he's, uh, They are 7,000 tons. What? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, sure. They were chicken-based kaiju that appeared in Ultraman Leo. <laughs> Uh, natives of the planet Apple, these chicken-like kaiju were seen pursuing Onion when he stole one of their apples to eat. Uh, they oh, forced him God. to flee the planet until autumn. Um, all of the planet Apple chickens were portrayed by real white leghorn chickens. Yeah, um, we knew that. We, they used actual chickens because it's cheaper to do it. Why well, would sure. you build a suit of something you have? Onion suit actor accidentally stepped on two of the chickens, but the birds seemed fine and, and were not injured in any way. Um, oh, they have no God. powers or weapons, um, and uh, yeah, so they, they did get their own. They did get their own, own uh, entry, thing, which cracks me up to no end. Yeah, like, the fact that you actually read it, and I'm like, you got to be kidding me. They they thought it out that far. Okay, why not? Yeah, the planet apple chicken. Gotta love. I would have the planet apple chicken back before I would have <laughs> Onion. Oh, yeah, at hundred percent, a hundred percent. So we're gonna. Um, I think Pat, w- did you watch the latest episode of the Absolute Conspiracy? I did. I okay, did. So we're gonna talk about that. Now, just get your tra- your different place bell ready. Because <laughs> it's not a science bell; it's change of address bell. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, Absolute Conspiracy Ultraman. Let's find our. Uh, Ultra Galaxy fight. There we go. That's what I'm looking for, baby. All right. Um, God. Give me episode two. Uh, Come on, baby. All right. 
<clears throat> Hold on, I'm gonna crack the old knuckles, limber up a yeah. little bit. Because <laughs> yeah, this one, <laughs> All right. you got to get that. Like I said, get the space bell ready because you got to bounce place to place to place. <laughs> yeah, just getting a little, getting a limber up here. Alrighty. So this aired on eleven twenty nine of twenty twenty. Uh, it's a good time to be an ultra fan, you guys. There's a whole lot of stuff. There's stuff coming out all the time. It's great. We've got free web shows. Free. Even even Ultraman Z is free if you can yeah. keep up with it. You know what I mean? Like Right. You only have a two week window to keep up with it. But yeah. if you get it inside that two week window, you're set. Yeah, Subaru is also airing um Hyper Agent Gridman uh for the same way, like you can one, uh, each episode is only up for two weeks with English subtitles. Um, okay, okay. But I'll I'll talk about that a little bit before we uh, before we cash this in. Um, so anyway, during their sparring match, Great explains that the goodest cells need to be destroyed completely due to their strong vitality and regeneration. That if even one cell lives, it will still um, uh, what do you call it? Um, contaminate Ultraman Max. Now, did you notice that Great at least did sound? Australian, whether or not it's the same guy. Oh, see, I watched the, sound. I watched the, uh, the, uh, Japanese, the Japanese version. Yeah, I'm, oh, I'll I watch the English, English one version. next week. Okay, fair enough. Yeah, that's they pretty great. I did not notice sound that. Australian. That's great. That's really great. I wonder if it's, I wonder if it's Story Crafts, um, but I don't remember him sounding particularly like. Oh no, he sounded like Paul way or anything like that. Oh no, he he was. Um, now we've got a monster to fight. That you know? <laughs> and you're sitting there going, I remember he's great. He's supposed to be from Australia. You know what? I'm going to give it to him. I'm yeah, not going to complain. Fine. I like it. I th- Look, I'm not going to say no. Who am I? Exactly. Oh. So uh, Powered also remarks that feeding the mutated Max to Orochi would result in a quick evolution, uh, evolution rather, to Magatano Orochi and thus leading to total destruction of Miracato. Uh, or I'm sorry, Mikarito. But again, the nickname planet. Taking his instructor's words into consideration, Reboot puts himself into full concentration and finally uses it to win his sparring match. Um, the two veterans congratulate him and bestow Reboot his um, blocker and spreader rod. Which is a sword and a shield. Well, the spreader rod is more of a uh, like a bow staff kind of thing. Okay, sure. He's sure. holding it in the middle. Unless she's Darth Mauling it, then it's sort of like Darth Maul's double lightsaber, kind of. Okay. Right. 80 leads Naos and 721 into Planet Feed, um, which sounds like the best buffet I've never been to. Um, <laughs> the one you have to get to yet? <laughs> yeah. Oh, I got to go to Planet Feed today. I haven't eaten since Wednesday. It's great. Um, exactly. To fight against Lugosite. But uh, Tartorus appears from a portal with. Ray Batos, who resurrected uh, Jimaria against Ultraman 80. Cosmos and Justice, who, nice to see Cosmos and Justice, um, went to the aid of the three, having sensed the massive energy through the Universal Justice, whatever that might be. Whatever that is. Yeah. Um, Gamera was finally destroyed through 80's uh, shooting beam. Naos was informed that the goodest antidote by Zafi's Ultrasign. Right. Uh, oh, by the way, nice to hear the Ultraman Naos theme again. While they were- yeah, I did like the yeah. I like the fact that they're trying to use a couple of the different themes as you. Oh yeah, because I had never heard the Naos theme. I thought it was cool. Yeah, you have. We that. watched the show. Did we? Did we? Yeah. That was the last twelve days of Ultraman. 
Oh, good God, I'm losing my memory. Oh, okay. man. What if, I'm terrible. If you what guys want to kick in some bucks for Pat's uh, uh, <laughs> neuro, uh, some neurological scans, let us know. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, Hikari and Sora managed to finish the antidote within two days. Uh, the latter gave it to Reboot, and he assured her that her efforts would not be wasted. Meanwhile, Reboot, Great, and Powered race to the planet Mikarito, but as soon as they discover that Max's mutation is currently taking place and time grows short, Reboot impatiently dashes forward uh, to save his uh, in, to save his mentor, uh, despite his instructor's warnings. That is the where the holy mackerel. Yeah, it's a <laughs> lot of bouncing around for an eleven-minute episode. It really is. It really, it, really like is. This, and there's so many different ultras. I really have very little shot of keeping track of who they are. Luckily, well, like they the, put their names right up on the board yeah, every nice. single time. They're like, hey, look who it is. You know, and you're like, oh, good. <laughs> Thanks for letting me know because I have very little shot of knowing who any yeah. of these people are. Yeah. I also <sighs> like that. Uh, I don't know if I mentioned it last week, but that um, Ultraman Great is wearing the spandex suit with just the regular helmet, just like he was yes. in the show. Like, they yes. didn't even bother to, like, they didn't even bother to give him, like, a uh, like a scuba diving suit. No, it was just They're a plain like, no, spandex suit. That's what he looks like. So, you know what's great about that is the guy who wears that suit has to be in way better shape than, than any of the other guys. Else. <laughs> like, He's got to be thin. He's got to be at least halfway decently muscular. Yeah, aren't you going to have rice at one? No. <laughs> <laughs> I got another six days on this project. I'm not eating any carbs. Exactly. exactly. <laughs> so this thing's 10 episodes, Pat. It's going to run to um, uh, one uh, January 24th of next year. Okay. Yeah. All right. That, that's fine. If they're this quick, like I said, I lose track of oh, because beautiful. I'm writing all this crap down. Yeah. Ten episodes is great. What kills me is you you know, you could watch it twice. If they're ten and still be lost. Ten minutes. Well, yeah, but I mean at least it would give you a little bit, you know. A little bit. <laughs> <laughs> you know? It's not uh, so bad. But uh, yeah, I you, know, I, 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 you know, I said something before, like I really wanted to get back to whatever. And cannot remember what the other thing was. No, I don't know what which one you were trying to get back to. So you're like, oh, remember this? And uh, I'll get back to that in a second. Nope. Nope. It's gone. Nobody, it's gone. Nope. Don't worry nope. About it. nope. 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 <laughs> nope. It's super annoying. Did it have something nah, to do no with, uh, nope, the Goodest? No. No. Oh, one of the things, though, is that the... The Hikari and Sora managed to finish the Ando in two days, right? First right. off, when he was like, oh, I'm the pride of the science department. We'll get it all done. Did you think there'd be a bigger team working on it than two people? <sighs> I Well, you got to realize all the other Ultras are off on different planets no, fighting not. everybody. There's millions of them, dude. The Lando light is... Chuck, boy, you can't whoa, 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 whoa. You're buying all kinds of suits. You can They've only They've got use plenty suits. of suits for stage plays that they suits can... for days. Yeah, dude, you you do not even understand. When we watch the uh, movie Revenge of Belial and you see all the suits they have, 
Right. They're just your average land of light punter. You know, like they're green grocer and the guy that's the crossing guard <laughs> and, you know, the driving instructor and whatever. Fair, and fair. Postman Pat and whatever. You're going to be like, oh, yeah, they could have dug like five or six of these guys up, throw them in some ultra lab coats and just put and them on in fun. the background, holding up test tubes. Like, oh, this, this looks promising. Oh, yeah, you know. <laughs> okay, fair enough. Just I don't Just saying they could have. That was my only really like, oh, that's very funny. That's very, very strange. How that works. Yes, that's these, fair. That's these, two, fair. these two poor Trumps are pulling all nighters, you know? That's how mistakes are made, Patrick. I understand. I understand. That's how mistakes are made. Yeah, no, I'm not I'm not I'm not looking for them to spend a whole lot of money, but you've got you've got a lot of suits for stage. You've got shows. suits you out there. To, yeah, you don't have they don't have to look perfect if they're gonna be way in the background. Right. You know? They they should have had more, I'll give you that. Yeah, but that would have been interesting. Okay. Okay. That's all. I'll give you that. Look, we're getting more. We're getting ultras who we haven't seen in a dog's age. Hey, like exactly. Naos seven twenty seven two one, um, eighty. Great, great powered. Yeah. I mean, come on. Like, I, not, I, I like the fact that we're getting a lot of reboot too. I wonder if we're going to see more of him. Like, is he going to be? Like not ever get his own series, but he'll be like zero, where he kind of just shows up every place. <laughs> That'd be while. all right. I have no I, real problem with that. Yeah. I have no real problem with that. Yeah, but I wouldn't mind. Maybe this is this is his technically his series because we find out, you know, this is more like his origin and Trigger's origins. Okay, I'll go yeah. with. I mean, at this point, I'll, whatever they're gonna throw, I'm gonna be like, ah, all right, I guess, whatever. Well, yeah. <laughs> so we know this takes place before, um. Uh, not Rube, but before uh, Taiga, because Trigger is not yet Trigger. Okay. And we also know it takes place after Ultraman Saga, in theory, uh, because he's like, oh, didn't you once help? You're Cosmos. Didn't you once help uh, Ultraman Zero? And he was like, oh, yeah, don't mention it. <laughs> okay. Done. Like I said, I, I don't really think they worry a lot about the timelines on these. Doesn't well, seem like they do. Don't have to. Yeah, exactly. That's yeah. how they kind of get away with it. Yeah. Oh, I remember what I wanted to say. I watched the first episode of um, Hyper Agent Gridman the other night. Okay. By the way, the, like banging theme song. Um, not a great show. <laughs> the first, first episode is not that good. Um, it, the first show that Super A ever shot on video and it shows, um, uh, it's, it's a little tough to swallow at points. Um, I then watched the first episode or some of the first episode of Superhuman Samurai Cyber Squad, which was the U.S. version of that, um, which is completely different, uses none of the same monster footage taken from the later part of the series and okay. looked better. But I don't know, you know, it's, okay. it's hard to do a comparison when they're different, when they, they're so different. But yeah, right, I was right. I was so looking forward to Gridman. I'm like, oh, yeah, I want to see what the original of this looked like. And I was like, oh, yeah, not that great. <laughs> <laughs> okay. That's I, fair. That's and no fair. Tim Curry in the Japanese. <laughs> so, yeah. So that's about it. Uh, guys, rate, review, subscribe. Tell your friends. Write us, uh, seriously, if you can write us a review on your 
pod platform of choice. Um, Apple Podcasts would be kind of optimal because it helps us rise in the rankings. Um, if that's a thing you can do, um, I don't care if you just make an account to just, you know what, write a review for all your favorite podcasts. It just doesn't have to be us. Spread it around. It's all free. There's plenty of yeah. things you can do. There's plenty of things you can do for nothing to help out your favorite <laughs> podcast. Get people listen to them, spread the word, retweet stuff. All uh, that you know, kind of fun stuff. You know, all, the good, all the good fun stuff. I don't have a... I do not have uh, any information about the giveaway yet for uh, Festival Four A New Hope, um, but um, I'm hoping to hear back from them tomorrow. So, but we'll see soon. Soon enough, I'll make an announcement on the Facebook page, and maybe I'll do a special. We'll do like uh, one of those um, five minute clip of whatever it is. Yeah, like hey guys, just send in your thing, and it's this. So, um, but yeah, so that's about it. And I'm trying to make sure that this can be a worldwide thing. I don't know if it's possible. Like, I don't know if what we're going to be giving away is a usable thing in other countries. I'm going to find ah, it. Gotcha. Yeah. Don't okay. know if it is. Fair enough. But that should give you guys a little bit of a hint. But uh, on behalf of the Science Patrol, uh, my name is Rich Conrad. I'm Pat Rooney. Dolly Forth, you guys. Take care, everybody. Bring back Bach. Oh, God, no. Yeah, <laughs> hey, we're bringing back Bach. I'm telling you. Oh, God. If, dude, if this happens, like, come on. Music for this podcast is provided by Terminal Sunburn. Visit terminalsunburn.bandcap.com. Post production by Casey Kittle for Faces for Radio Productions. Visit us on the web at ultramanpodcast.com or find us on Facebook. Our email address is ultramanpodcast at gmail.com. The Science Patrol can be found on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Stitcher, and wherever else you find your podcasts. Please rate, review, and subscribe. Until next time, for the Science Patrol, I'm Gretchen Brooks from the Kaiju Cast.